Welcome today to another episode of Kingdom Concepts, and we're so glad that you're joining us today. Man, we've been talking about the goodness of God, the blessings of God that we've been experiencing yes. this year. You know, uh, just this week, um, you know, there's something that we've been praying about regarding our family, and it's amazing how God will always reveal hidden things. Yes, He does. Yes, when he you does. seek Him, you know, and that's part of the covenant is that the Bible says that the hidden things will be revealed. That's right. You know, the hidden things belong unto God, but if they be revealed, they belong unto us. And God revealed some stuff to us that, that's right. that changed our family. That's right. That's right. You know, I always think about the book of Revelation when you say the hidden things revealed. I remember for a long time when I first got saved, I didn't want to read the book of Revelations because I thought, oh, it's just so hard. And you just love the book of Revelations. We would, we would sit down to, to witness to somebody and we'd start talking to them. And I remember one time we were sitting in the living room, we just gotten saved, you know, been saved like a month maybe, and we invited our friends over to talk to them. And uh, we were witnessing to them, and um, man, it was just, we just thought it was amazing. And then my, your mom, afterwards, she goes, honey, she goes, can you guys come sit down? We're like, what? You know, yeah, you know, so happy our friends are saved now, you know, we get to do life together. And then she goes, yeah, hon, she goes, but she just took them from Genesis to Revelation in 15 minutes. And so and she was telling you that, not me, of course. And um, but so we we laughed about it, and we were trying to be better in how we witness to people. But I remember Revelation was just something that you know I didn't really really want you know to look at because I just felt like it was just out there with all these symbols and all this stuff. Four yeah. horsemen, four horsemen, <laughs> and then the fire in his eyes and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm just learning about grace right now. I'm just, I'm just, you know, all this natural stuff and and you know this normal stuff and I remember one time I was like oh, I don't want to I don't want to read revelations and the Holy Spirit I said so hard and the Holy Spirit said to me what is the book called revelation revelation and I said well what is revelation it means he wants to reveal something to me and I was like oh so if I read it he'll reveal it to mm -hmm. me and it won't be out there you know so yeah I remember that yeah amen <laughs> Well, you know, um... So, anyways, I'm sorry. I said all that to say that the reason that when we do, we talk about grace, grace is something that God wants to reveal to us. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to keep from us. It's something that when we get saved and we start understanding what grace is and the purpose of grace, mm -hmm. that's what we're going to be talking mm -hmm. about, the purpose of grace. It's not something that he was trying to hide from us. It's something that he's trying to reveal from us. And just to like us. to us, you know, just like the, the book of Revelation, God was trying to reveal it to me, but I was like, ah, I don't want to talk about that. Or oh, I don't want to go there. Do I really need it? You know, and, but we, I did, you know, cause there's a purpose for that book and I needed to be aware of what it was. And the same thing with, with grace, there's a purpose for it and God wants to reveal it to us. Yeah. Because, you know, there's so many different things that that people have experienced when it comes to understanding grace and its purpose. You know, like in religion, religion has always used fear and mm -hmm. guilt, you know, yes. to motivate people, you know, uh, you know, uh, to change themselves. Mm -hmm. and, and God doesn't use fear to change mm -hmm. us. You know, God doesn't guilt us. Mm -hmm. You know, he came to forgive us. You know, he came to set us free. And, and I think that when you understand the covenant, when you understand the benefit uh that God has given to us through the gift of grace, man, it's to set us free. It's to liberate us. It's to put us in a place to where, um, you know, our relationship with Jesus, it, it's free, you know, because he delivered us from the law that 
you know, that, that stood there to remind us that we, that we didn't measure up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when the law was given, you know, it, it showed people what was right. But it also at the same time showed them you're not good enough. On your best day, you're still not good enough. You're still going to fall short. Mm -hmm. You know, and the Bible says that all have sinned, everyone, and fallen short, you know, uh, of the glory and the goodness of God. You know, we've all missed it at times. And I think that when people come to a place to where you understand the righteousness that mm -hmm. comes through saving grace, that it's because of grace, God's unmerited favor, that we've been made righteous. We are back in a right relationship with Almighty mm -hmm. God. When you understand that, you're 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 no longer the sinner, mm -hmm. you know, not a sinner no more. You're 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 a child of God that's been saved by grace. And I think that when you understand that grace is helping me in uh in the areas where I'm weak, then your actions are going to reflect mm -hmm. that belief that you have in grace. You're not going to keep on sinning because, well, you know, I'm just a sinner mm -hmm. saved by grace. Mm -hmm. You're not going to hide behind that excuse or use that as an excuse to keep on messing up. You're going to understand, no, grace is there to help me to where I have failed. Grace will help me to never fail again. You know, because when the law was around, you got to remember, there were 10 major commandments, thou shall not mm -hmm. And God, through grace, turned it from thou shalt not to one thing. Mm -hmm. uh, thou shalt. Mm -hmm. What? What you can do, love the Lord your God mm -hmm. with everything. That's right. We can all do that. That's right. We can. You know, when you talk about grace and righteousness, um, it's like a, I don't know, it's like a blanket on you, like a like a feeling, like a, you know you are the righteousness of God. Yeah, amen. It's like a... And when you put on that that coat that you wear at home, you know I have this old uh, red. It's not old. It's it's actually I bought it. It's very very nice wool jacket, and it's red and and I love it. And but it fits me about four sizes too big. But I bought it that way because when I put it on, it just feels warm. And so if mm -hmm. I'm cold in my house because in the summertime my husband keeps a temperature at 72 degrees because it's normal you know and so I'm freezing I like to put it on you know in the winter time I like to put it on it just feels comfortable it, it's something we wear you know something that's with us you know and it reminds me of this movie I watched a long time ago and this guy he was um, um, he was running from the law because they said that he had done something and he did it and the whole movie I don't remember the movie I think it was Mission Impossible the first one the whole movie no no it was a different movie I think but the whole movie was about uh, them trying to clear their name, them trying to clear their name. And at the end of the movie, when they finally cleared their name and there are these, you know, um, people that are well-respected and liked. And the guy says, how does it feel to be out from underneath that? And he puts his glasses on and he says, righteous, righteous. Do you remember the movie? I don't remember mm -hmm. the movie. But he says, righteous. And I just, right now, I just remember that he said, because his demeanor was he was running from the law, he was this and that, but the minute that he his name hit the mean the minute his name was cleared, he was righteous. And it was something he wore. He put on his glasses and he walked out with confidence because he was righteous. You know why he was righteous? You know, we love using movies to bring this up. I can't wait to He was use... righteous because righteousness has to do with your identity. That's right. He knew That's right. I'm not the man that, that they're, they're saying... saying I am because I don't do those things. That's right. And that's the way it is with the grace of God. 
the That's law, correct. the law, the old letter of the law mm -hmm. was there to, to identify that, man, you, you're, you're missing the mark. Mm -hmm. You're sinning. You know, you're, you know, and that's why they had to offer sacrifices constantly, you know, to cover, you know, that, that sin that they kept on committing. You know, every time they brought that sacrifice, it was a reminder that they were not able to do everything that God's perfect law required. Jesus brought grace to set us free from the law of sin and death. He came to set us free because the letter of the law kills, but the Spirit giveth life. Mm -hmm. He came to, to not to, to do away with the commands, but to show us you can fulfill these mm -hmm. through the grace. And when you understand your identity is with divinity to where you are in Christ, you know, and Christ is in you, the hope of glory, uh -huh. then that's when you really start experiencing what it is to be saved by grace and to be living in that grace because, you know, Satan always comes along to try to convince people, you know, uh, that that they're not they're not good with God, that their relationship is so below par. He always tries to come to get us to question our identity with the Lord. Like, well, you know what, man, because I'm not perfect, you know, God, there ain't no way he can love me. There's no way he can trust me. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm still, you know, why, why, why even try living right? I keep failing. And he'll remind you of every time you fail. And the reason why he does that is he tries to convince us that our identity in Christ mm -hmm. is based on what we do. If I'm doing good, then man, I'm a child of God. But if man, I'm, I'm not doing good, then, then I'm not saved or, or God doesn't love me or God's treating me bad because I don't do good. But we would never do that with our own children. We would never, you know, treat them bad because we, we may be disappointed in something yeah. that they did. We may have to withhold some things from something that they did, but, but we don't, we're not going to treat our children bad because they, they're, they messed up. They did something wrong. But why, why do we think that God would do that to us? You know what? It's spiritual blindness. Mm. It's spiritual blindness. I would never treat my child the way... I would never treat my child the way some people think God will treat them or God will do to them. And when I've, when I've counseled with people and I've talked to people and I've, I've just uh, always gone back to, but you're saved, but you love God, you mm -hmm. know, and every single time that I've gone, I've talked to somebody about how they perceive themselves in God's eyes. It really always comes back to a lot of times how their heavenly father treated them. I really have seen that. How their heavenly, I mean, their, their earthly, earthly I apologize, their earthly father treated them. And it's like they have this, uh, um, uh, how, how would I say, a comparison between their earthly father and their heavenly father. And they they think that their heavenly father is the same as their earthly father. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think a lot of times, it's not always that way. You know, yeah. a lot of times they have that, uh, that, I don't know, it's a struggle. To understand that your heavenly father isn't like that. Your heavenly father isn't like your earthly father. Yes, your earthly father was like this and he didn't give you grace. He uh, hurt you. He um, treated you badly if you didn't do something you right. You love. had to earn his love. You, if you didn't get good grades, you were out from underneath his grace. You were yeah. out from underneath his covering. His favor. His favor. Yeah. And your heavenly father, he's not like that, you know. Mm. And um, I, I'm thankful that I had um, a father that um i had a good dad that was good you know, was i had a man. really good dad uh he was not a good husband i will say that uh to to a lot of women but um he wasn't he wasn't a good husband i could say that but he was a good father and he showed me that 
I mean, my dad would take my sister and I, you know, to the store to buy something or mm -hmm. whatever. And all the way there and all the way back, he would talk to us about who we were. And he would talk to us about how important we were. He would talk to us about careers. He would talk to us about what we needed to do. And we'd drive by fields and he'd say, you're going to be working in those fields your whole life. If you don't stay in school, if you don't learn English better, you're going you're gonna to be working in the fields your whole life. And he would take us in the summer so that we could learn how to work hard in the 150 degrees weather in Arizona. And he taught us how to work hard. You know, he mm -hmm. taught us all of those things. But I remember the times that I um, did something that I shouldn't have. When I felt like, I remember feeling like, I don't want my dad to find out. Mm -hmm. I don't want my dad to find out. And you know, when my dad found out, I was got in trouble. But I still felt love. Mm -hmm. And I still felt, he still loves me. He's just upset that I did this, but he still loves me. So I think that when I got saved, it was a, it was something that I had understood because of my earthly father. And I thank God for him. So it was easier for me to understand. And, and the key is something that you just revealed is that your father taught you. Yes. He taught you there's something better. Yes. You don't have to settle for what, oh, yes. for what your life looks like it's going to be. You know, there is something greater yes. that you can have if you want it, mm -hmm. if you'll go for it. You know, the yeah, Bible tells us... Said that. Oh, we said that, yes. You know, the Bible tells us uh, in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, <laughs> it says, My people are destroyed for a lack, lack of knowledge. knowledge. Uh -huh. You know, and, 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 and it goes on to say that because people reject knowledge. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people, they don't, they don't want to hear the truth. And the Bible says that if you know the truth, the truth will make you free. And I think that it's so important that, you know, we discover, amen, everything that Jesus has made available to us. We can't be ignorant of what he accomplished on that cross mm -hmm. because most people, if you were to ask them, what did, what did Jesus do on that cross? And most people would just be able to share just a few little tidbits. Well, he saved me from my sins. Mm -hmm. I, can, my I sins. can go to heaven. And, and then if they've read the Bible, they talk about the blood, that the blood cup, the, um, for our stripes, he, he yeah, was our stripes, he, we're healed. healed. Yeah. Yeah. So healing, salvation, you know, I find that that's where people stop. Yeah, but, and there's so much more. Yeah. It's like there's peace, there's favor, great comfort, favor, everything. comfort, joy, deliverance, victory. I mean, we can go on and on and on and on and on. Jesus finished everything on that cross to where grace has been, has been given to us. The blessing has been given to us. The promises of God we can access them now because we're we're not people that fall short and and can't have it. Mm -hmm. We're not earning it. It's freely given. It's unmerited favor. Mm -hmm. And and I think that when we understand that, it makes the devil tremble because the gospel that we are to declare, gospel means good news. Amen. And the devil doesn't want people to know, you know, and understand what the gospel message truly is most people when you ask them what's the gospel they say oh that that jesus christ died on the cross for your sins the gospel is so much more than that the gospel has to do with the grace of god mm -hmm. it has to do with that 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 new dispensation of grace to where this mm -hmm. new time where it's not about works-based faith it's about grace-based faith it's a gift mm -hmm. that's been given to us i'm trying to get excited when i when i when I, we we minister on this and teach on this because I know what life was without grace. Oh, I know. It was horrible. It was. It was really bad. You want, let's read 2 Corinthians really quick. I want you. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3 and 4, it says this. It says, and I'm going to read it out of the King James Version. It okay. says, 
But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them, which he just said, mm-hmm. blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Yeah. Amen. Well, you see right there, you know, the God of this world, Satan, mm-hmm. he's blinded what? Their minds. Mm-hmm. The way that they perceive, the way that they think when it comes to where they stand with God. Again, you know, in the last episode you were talking about why do some people, you know, identify with I'm a sinner that's saved by mm-hmm. grace. Well, yeah, we've been saved by grace, but you know, we're also supposed to live Amen. by grace, Amen. live in that unmerited favor. You know, it says right here that the reason why Satan, his intention for blinding people's minds to the knowledge of what saving grace is, is because... The, the light, the, the revelation, he doesn't want them to get a revelation of the glorious gospel of Christ that, that, that we're loved and embraced and we have great favor with God and access to the promises, not because we deserve it, not because we've been behaving, you know, being the best we can be, but because God just says, I want you to have this. Because you've accepted me, I am going to give you this and help you to overcome those things. Amen. And you know, the scripture, it's funny the way, not funny, but it's just different the way it said. It said, you know, when you think of blinded, you think of eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, you think of the eyes being blinded. But it didn't say this. It says, he has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so they may not see. They don't see. We, we don't see spiritual things with our eyes until we see them with our mind. You know, we, we have to see them with our mind first to be able to see it spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so if he blinds our mind, then we will never be able to see. You know, he doesn't say he confuses. It doesn't say it confuses yeah. a mind. Doesn't say it. It it um, um, you know does anything other than blinds it. You know. And, and, and look at this. When the light of the gospel is not shining in our lives, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because once you know uh-huh. what 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 grace, once you know what grace is, once you know the good the gospel, the good news is that God's grace mm-hmm. has been given to us. This unmerited favor and love mm-hmm. to where we are accepted we are received by the lord when when we understand that the world they catch a glimpse of a loving father that there's nothing they've done that is greater than the love that he has for them but notice what it said at the beginning of that scripture it says if our gospel this good news if it's yes, hidden yes. it's hid from them that are lost mm. because to them it's like how many times have we ministered to people and we've told them, you know what, God can forgive you. Mm-hmm. And I know I always repeat this testimony, but it just always just stands out big time. As I remember at the Laughlin River Run where we do this big biker yes. outreach every year, I remember Brother Aaron ministering to this big burly biker guy and he told him, you know what, God loves you. You know, his grace is available to forgive you for everything that you've ever done. And the man looked at him and goes, I've killed people. And he said, God can forgive you for that. And the guy goes, really? Mm-hmm. And the guy got saved. Mm-hmm. And it's he like, didn't think that what he had done was... Forgivable. Yeah, was merited to be forgiven. Yeah. Well, how many times have we ministered to people and they've told us, you know, it's too late for me. Mm-hmm. And the reason they feel like that is because they've been taught through, many of them through religion, that you have to earn your way into a place of favor with God mm-hmm. by penance, by you paying for what you've done. I mean, how many times have we heard people say that God's going to dangle you over hell and let you suffer oh, a little gosh. bit before he'll take you? I oh, mean, see, but that's that religious mindset. That's the devil blinding their minds mm-hmm. 
to where they think that they have to suffer. And you know what? This is the thing is that they'll tolerate it. Mm -hmm. They'll tolerate the suffering, not understanding that grace is there well, to help, not only in the situation they're in, but to help them get out of it. Well, you quoted earlier, people perish for lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. And if you don't understand that you can be saved, you don't understand that, yes, you know what, you may have done something wrong, but God's grace is there. You know, God's, God's uh, favor is on you. God's grace is on you. He chose us. He chose man. You know, mm -hmm. he chose us. And then after he chose the Hebrews, you know, after he chose Jewish people, he, he engrafted us in to be mm. chosen also. You know, that, that right there was grace. Yeah. That right there was, was grace. You know, that, that right there, one of the stories that just, I just think is grace so much this morning when I was thinking about the, the one, um, was it the Samaritan woman that was at, uh, the table and, and she asked for healing and, uh, they said, uh, Jesus said that, you know, she, he's not going to, you know, the dog thing. I don't know if you want to quote that, but <laughs> Um, I was this morning I had it in my brain it just left me right now but um, but she says what about me you know and then he heals her and everything and even it's the like, dogs eat the crumbs the dogs from the, the master's crumbs. table uh -huh. yeah. and uh, he healed her and that right there to me was grace you know that was that unmerited favor that unmerited award mm -hmm. that was favor that was grace you know yeah she had a need in her family her yeah. daughter yes you yes. know and, and the thing is that you know God understood that you know, agreement under the law of Moses stated that if the people did good, mm -hmm. then they would get good. Mm -hmm. God would bless them with, with good things if they did good. And if they did bad, well, they would get bad. Yes. You know, but mankind could not keep the law mm -hmm. of, of the letter. You know, so God gave them a new covenant. Mm -hmm. And over in Romans chapter 6, verse 14, if you have your Bibles, please, you know, turn there. Romans six fourteen says for sin shall have shall not have dominion over you mm -hmm. for you are not under the law but under grace we're under grace we're not under that law no more that taskmaster that always lets you know that you were not good enough and this is the thing is that once you understand it's not based on my merit it's not based on what i do it's not based on me earning favor with God or doing things that will cause him to love me more. When you understand all his love's been given, when you understand that grace and love leaves, a, it leaves some room for error for you to change. Because the Bible says that if any man is in Christ, come on, in that grace, mm -hmm. he's a new creature. You're new immediately. Mm -hmm. Old things pass, pass away. away. But if you're under the old law, every day you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. But wow. in grace, grace, grace is there to catch you Amen. when you fall. And it puts you in a place to where sin can no longer dominate you. Because now that sin has been defeated by Jesus on the cross, now that grace has defeated sin, mm -hmm. it's no longer supposed to rule us to where we keep breaking right. God's word, to where we it, keep it, disobeying God. It should God. be hard. It should be something we don't want to do. Well, I know everybody... Everybody um, reads 14, for sin shall not have dominion over you, for we are not under the law, but under grace. And they think that they read the second part, for we are not under the law, but under grace. People only quote that part. Mm -hmm. They they forget the, for sin shall not have dominion over you. Yeah. They only quote, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Well, I'm not under the law, I'm under grace. Wait a minute. 
but what does it say first? You can't just say we're not under the law, just grace, and not read the first part. And then mm -hmm. after that, it says this, what then shall we sin? Mm -hmm. Because we are not under law, but under grace? God forbid. forbid. Yeah. Stop quoting, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. For every time you mess up, wait a minute, it says, for sin shall not have dominion over you. What does that mean? It means that if we are constantly in an area that we're constantly sinning in, then we are not understanding grace. Yeah. Because if we are understanding grace, then we should not be constantly sinning. Yeah. Well, you know, Jesus Christ, he came to set us free. Amen. And that's the thing is that sin cannot dominate where sin Amen. has been defeated. You're right. You're right. And grace defeated sin on the cross to where Jesus showed us as a man, you can live a sinless life. Amen. Amen. We don't have to live with sin no more. Sin is on its way out when you're a believer. Amen. Amen. So, man, we're so blessed, amen, that you are here to receive this word today. And our prayer is that God's grace, amen, will be a revelation to you. Because this is good news, especially if you've been making the same mistake. Know that that mistake is on its way out of your amen. life. God's grace is moving in full force into your life. God bless you. We'll see you guys next time on another episode of Kingdom Concepts.